Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Apolog Podcast, episode number 71. This episode is brought to you by FetchClass.com. FetchClass.com is a teaching and learning website where you can teach and be taught in a one-on-one video conference. You can learn music, and if you're interested in learning other things, you can actually sign up if you teach anything. It's an amazing tool to teach and be taught. FetchClass.com is the place to go for more details. If you're in a band, or if you're a musician, and you've recorded your own music, and you want it to make a sound awesome, and you need some consultation about how maybe to press a CD, or put it on iTunes, go to InsightRecorders.com. It's a mixing and mastering service. InsightRecorders.com is a place to go. It'll help you out, and you'll sound like a rock star. And if you don't want to sound like a rock star, then you can sound like an indie shoegazing star, which is equal as large as a star. Hmm, let's ponder. Musiciansfriend.com is an affiliate program that I'm currently thinking about junking because it doesn't seem anybody's really going to musiciansfriends.com and shopping. But you can still go there for episode this episode, musiciansfriend.com. So go to apolog.ca, click on the Musician's Friend banner, and you can... Bookmark the banner and shop and support the show. Also, another affiliate program is banggood.com. B-A-N-G-G-O-O-D. Banggood.com is a... It's like Amazon's crazy uncle. You can buy anything you want there. You can buy RC stuff. That's what it's really good for, is remote-controlled, crazy remote-controlled stuff. And if you're interested in marital aids, they got that too. That's not the only reason it's there. Go to AppleLock.ca, click on the banner. Also, another banner to click on is the Amazon.com banner. Whether you're from Canada, United States, or the UK, click on the banner, bookmark the link, and every time you shop on Amazon, click on that link that you've bookmarked, and it'll cost you no extra money. Like all the other ones, there's no extra money charged to you, but you'll be supporting the show. Go to the AppleLock.ca slash shop. In the shop, you can pre-order an acoustic album I'm working on, the Foursquare discography, all those awesome songs, 50 of them about, for 20 bucks. You can also buy a t-shirt there. And if you're in the Durham region of Canada, you will get it hand-delivered. Patreon.com slash is a place to pledge monthly to the show. You can pledge as little or as much as you want. Cancel at any time. It supports gas fees and hosting fees. My current patrons are from the Shire, and it's Michael Pitts and Curtis Pippin. Get out me spuds, Curtis Pippin! Thanks a lot, guys, for supporting the show. You can support it too, but you must have a hobbit's name. No, I wouldn't I wouldn't judge. You don't need a hobbit's name, you just need a name. Facebook.com uh, slash pod to like the show. Follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Go to iTunes, whether you're on your iPod app or on your iPhone app, or if you're on your computer app, go to iTunes, rate, subscribe, and give the show some five stars. It really helps the show, and it actually puts me into a different stratosphere where people actually get more eyes on the show, and it really helps out. Thanks a lot. That's it. That's all the spots. My guest today is Darren O'Brien, a.k.a. Snow. Snow still holds the record, I believe, for largest sales in a reggae song single in North America to the world, and it's at over 9 million sold. This is by far the largest star I've ever had on my show. And you're all stars, really. But this this guy is one of a kind. He absolutely speaks in the heart. 
He does not hold back. He is an amazing person, an amazing guest. He's been through so much stuff in his life. And a lot of people judged Snow in the early days because there was this douchebag called Vanilla Ice that came out. And they, they sort of somehow put the two together. But Snow had a first number one single. He was in jail. All right. Vanilla Ice r- raced dirt bikes. That's a big difference. So everybody, thanks so much, Darren, for doing the show. Snow, Darren, they're all the same. Here he is. Snow! so long in yes. 10 years 10 years i think it's been 12 years because um i saw you at the phoenix and you were opening for the go-go's yeah you remember that yeah yeah yeah, yeah and it was like this so. weird because it's supposed <laughs> to be outside and then it, there's some torrential downpour canceled the show then it had to move to the phoenix yeah and I saw you perform there. Never seen you perform before, ever live. Yeah, no. But we'd worked together for all Many, that time. Yeah, so uh, that was the last time. It was, and it was yeah. like, I got to say, it was around 2001. Yeah, 2000. So everybody wants to be like you and all them songs. Mind on the Moon. Mind on the Moon. Yeah, yeah, man. Yes. That was 2000 and I think 2001. One. Yeah, 2000, 2001. Yeah. yeah. And we worked together, oh man, in your studio. Yeah. Your home studio, your yeah. mom's place. Yeah, Deep Dean. <laughs> <laughs> With Shan. Yeah, MC Shan. It was this weird little thing. I keep explaining this to people. Like It was like a job for me where, not like a bad job, yeah. but it's like show up at eight at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not earlier. Not earlier. <laughs> no, 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 no way. Nobody's up. And sometimes, because it was a home studio, sometimes you'd show up. Yeah. Sometimes you wouldn't show up. Shan would always be there because he would take trips up from Long Island to sort of work on stuff with you. And yeah. we were working on the Icon record, I think, at the time. Yeah. Me, you, and Greg Norrie. Greg Norrie. Yeah. And there were some times where, to me, man, it was like, whoa, this is this is heavy stuff because I don't know what it's like to work. I didn't know what it was like to work in reggae. Yeah. And it's a whole other thing. It's yeah. not punk rock. Yeah, it's not yeah. punk rock. Yeah, man. So it's you... Not- it's been a while, mm-hmm. but I think I think we should go. We should go back because we've we've met before, like in the Pickering days and stuff like that. Like, because you you went to Dumbarton. Yeah, I went to Dumbarton for a year and Harwood. I went mm-hmm. to Dumbarton before I went to jail and Harwood after I went to jail. Okay, how old were you when you went? It was crazy because I was in Dumbarton. I was eighteen, mm-hmm. and everybody in my class was fifteen. Really? Because I was in grade uh, nine. Yeah. Or 10 or whatever it was. Yeah. So um, everybody was young in my class. So I went to Dumbarton there and then I went to j- that jail time and then got out and then. Yeah. Yeah. What sent you to jail the first the, the f- first time? First, first and last, right? What, jail? For, yeah. The first and last? Yeah. Was that the You first? want me to tell you about the first and the last? The first. Just the first right now. Well, the first is goes back, though. Yeah. How far you want to go back? Oh, dude, I don't know. How far <laughs> you? The first charge, <laughs> the first charge I, they, they charged me with was uh, theft in grade seven mm-hmm. in uh, Shoppers Drug Mart. Which one? Uh, Fairview Mall. <laughs> <laughs> I stole all the movie passes. Yeah. 
right? And yeah. then I went to school and I was selling them at the calf. And then Mr. Fieldis, the the the, the principal, he came and uh, brought me into the office. They phoned the police, charged me for uh, for theft. So I was whatever. How old were you? In, you would have been 14, 15, 13, 14, well, I grade, was young. I was young offender, so that grade was grade seven. You would have been yeah. You would have been twelve. 12. 13, 14, 13, yeah. Because yeah. I failed too. I okay. failed grade two. Yeah. So um, so that was my first one, and then it just escalated, you know, and then it got charged with armed robberies, disguised attempts, temp murders, you know, it just mm. kept going and going. So, but the main one is the two attempt murders when they charged me for the two attempt murders. I went and did the year there, and that was in 89, and I was uh, 19, 18, 19 years old. Mm. And, and when and around did like, because you broke big and you were in so jail. So that's when I went. I went yeah. to jail in 89. They charged me for the two attempt murders. Yeah. That's when I wrote that little piece in Former. Detective yeah. said I stabbed Never somebody. Heard it. Never heard <laughs> it. Never heard it. It's just a little thing, a little, little diddly. Little diddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little jingle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, so I wrote that little piece in there mm-hmm. in 89, did a year to 90, got out for a week. They charged me again with another assault causing bodily harm on somebody else. Mm-hmm. Went to trial for the two attempt murders, beat that not guilty with the jury, found not guilty. Mm-hmm. Went to New York. That's when I went to New York. That's so that was at yeah, 91. Yeah. Went to Shan, saw him, worked with him, never been in a studio before, saw him, you know. Yeah. Do a harmony, he told me. I mm. said, what? He said, a harmony? What's a harmony? I never even been in a studio before, yeah. before I met Shan. Incredible. Went in the studio, did that whole 12 Inches in Former Girl, I've Been Heard, all them songs. Went back to Toronto because I had the other charge they charged me with, the assault causing bodily harm. Mm-hmm. That was on bail for. Went back, they gave me another year. So that was 92 to 93. Mm-hmm. And in 93, they let me out. That's when I first saw my video in jail. And my first, you know, pass was, I, it was funny because I was looking up, uh, there's a thing on on uh, Rap City in uh, Toronto. I mean, in, in, in Canada, Rap City. And um, it had me on it in 92, but I was I was on a pass from jail a weekend pass they gave me a weekend pass from jail it was wow. my first interview on much music ever really and i saw it and it said currently serving one year in jail he's on a weekend pass <laughs> that was the headlines there's nothing more legit than you know you know i don't brag about it. i don't no, say no, okay no. you need to be in jail to be this or a superstar or this or this or a good guitar player or a good hip-hop yeah jail is 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 the worst thing to do and the worst place to be ever but that was my life and that's what i went through yeah so this is the stories I got to tell. So, and, and I mean, obviously, anger issues, mad, drunk, drunk, a lot of drinking, a lot okay. of drinking. Yeah, where I grew up, I grew up in a housing project, and it was ninety percent Irish mm-hmm. until about fourteen, fifteen, when all the Jamaicans started moving and stuff. But but back then, the guy I looked up to, Danny Anderson, he had long hair, beat up everybody, drunk, and had all the girls. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's who I want to be. I didn't want to be nobody else but him. Really? Grew my hair long, fought, and yeah. had the girls, you know? But then, you know, it's not a good, uh, I'd rather be the snow <laughs> than the Danny Anderson. Even though I love Danny, don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the whole thing, too, though, when you come into success so fast and so, it was an insane trip, right? Because I just got out of jail. You're and out of I was jail. number one. The limo picked me up. I went in in a paddy wagon, and the limo came, picked me up from the thing, and then literally, I was, literally, and then I went to Japan, Italy, Paris, and I was like, and 
I never even, I didn't expect nothing. I didn't, I'd never been in the studio. This is not what I wanted. I wasn't like shopping demos and doing songs and trying yeah. to get, no, I did one demo, sent it to them. They signed me. I did the video informer. Didn't think that they was going to do anything. Went to jail and it blew up. And I was like, all right, maybe they're confused. These, this, this world you, you at this them. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they, these people are really confused in yeah. 93. <laughs> well, what were they looking for? Like, really think about, let's think about this. Cause yeah. it was, it was hip hop at the time, right? Like From, gangster. Yeah. Like thug hip hoppy kind of stuff. Like yeah. NWA. But here you are, yeah. this white, fresh-faced kid, wrote a reggae song, and it became still, I think, to this day, a record holder for a reggae single, right? Yeah. Nine million sold? Something like More that. More than that now. That yeah. was like 10 years ago, it was nine million sold. Yeah. So, and, and it's weird, because this year alone, it's got more play than than any other time. Like Will Ferrell just sang it on the Last Man on Earth show. Mm -hmm. uh, Sisters, the new movie out. Uh, that's out there right now. Mm -hmm. That's it's in there. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Fallon or whatever came. He was singing it with Justin Timberland the other day. So it's like all these people are just start you know bringing yeah. it back up. So, but yeah, it was where the hell did he come from? Yeah, and he's Canadian. Yeah, this is like well, it's while it was ninety three. It was the same time, but you know I was up before. But anyways, um, they didn't have no basketball team. Yeah. You know, so we had a hockey team, but the hockey team wasn't legit in the urban world over there. No. So they were like, where, you know, and didn't know, didn't know that Canada is the most talented place. You know what I mean? So now they, they, they know, they knew, they knew about our comics and our yeah. rock bands yeah, and, we, okay. and, and our rock bands. Yeah. You know, they knew about our rock bands and our, and our comics, but, um, now they know. So it was weird doing reggae music. And then, so hip hop didn't know how to, you know, they had the vanilla ice thing going on. So they were like, okay, are we supposed to respect this guy or is he just another, you know, he's from Canada. That's even worse. Vanilla ice got more rep than him because he's from America. He's from Canada. That's right. And vanilla <laughs> ice is cheese ball. Yeah. So, you know it what was mean? Like, <laughs> so it was like, you know, but then they found out. They found out like, when I went to Jamaica mm -hmm. and then I did songs with Junior Reed, Ninja Man, Tenna. Like yeah. I did songs with all the top, you know, and then they were like, okay, we, you know, so. So the Jamaican influx into your, into your projects basically influenced you into, yeah. it introduced you into a reggae that was more, it wasn't, wasn't rootsy. Was it, was it just a morph of what reggae was from back home? Like what was the. It was reggae and it was dancehall. So they brought the dancehall. So my next door neighbor the Brown family, um, they lived right, right there, right next door. And I had long, I had the long hair because I was a rocker before. Right. Like I'm rock. Like we go into my car, don't get it twisted. <laughs> Not the twisted sister, but yeah, don't yeah. get it twisted. Like yeah. I'm on Q Q107. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like before, like it's higher than reggae. It's higher than hip hop. Mm -hmm. It's higher. Like rock and sure. roll is my yeah classic rock. Yeah. You know, is my is my mm -hmm. ultimate top. That's mm -hmm. what I love. So I was you know, doing the KISS concerts and stuff in my neighborhood and long hair and then the Jamaican family here introduced me to the reggae and the hip hop and they said, let me cut your hair off. And mm -hmm. I'm like, what? And they cut my hair short, put on the round glasses. And that's it. Yeah. And they, they it was like, you. yeah, it was like they, you know, and he's mm. still with me to this day, this family. You yeah, know? it's crazy. You know, so they're still with us. So yeah. he did everything, cut my hair short and it was like he was meant to, to, to move in at, Right there, you know. So, so, so you you became snow at that point, or was that 
was it always your nickname like no no i was i was just daring kid maze a little bit but not really you know Mm -hmm. that was that was my i had my painted jacket Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, I was hip hop. I did everything. Breakdance, beatbox, yeah. the 1200s mix. Mm-hmm. I had everything. Every night we'd be playing in the, in the neighborhood. But um, no, I was Kid Maze. And then I moved, when I moved to a, uh, Pickering, mm-hmm. and then I met up with Marvin. Marvin Prince, he's the one who told me, yo, can I call you Snow White? Yeah, okay. And I was like, no, I don't know. Drop the white. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Yeah, and, yeah. So he just kept calling me Snow. So he was like, you know, oh, Snow, so, you know, so... Yeah, and then when you moved out of Pickering, you went, yeah, and then when you moved, moved out of Pickering, where'd you go to? Ajax. Ajax. Oh, yeah. you were in Ajax, okay. Yeah, so then I went to Harwood. Yeah, so then when I went to, when, when I went to Harwood, I just got out of jail mm-hmm. for the uh, for the temp murders. Right. I did a year. So then when I got out of there, I was living in the townhouses in, in Ajax. Okay, yeah. So then like a little bit after that, that's when I went back to jail for another year. Mm-hmm. And then when I got out, my mother had moved down to... Would mine and Gerard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. And then eventually moved down to almost like Port Union Road area down towards um, where where her house was, where the studio was. Right. Over at, eventually. That's when. Yeah. So because when I got out of jail, she lived in Woodbine and Gerard in a little little house. Yeah. Yeah. Right on the corner, like this little, and I and I hated it. Yeah. You know, I love the area. Vagabonds big up, but I hated the the the, the, the house, and I was like, you know. Then uh, I got my first publishing check, and I said, "All right, Mama." Bought <laughs> and her I house. bought a house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I where was your dad car. in all of this? I bought him a, co- a, 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 yeah. a company. I bought him a, a ceiling company. He he grew up downtown the beaches. Okay, he yeah. was just here last night. No way. Okay, he, yeah. yeah. Well, not here in my other place. Yeah. So I'm with him all the time, but he they were separated when I was one. Mm-hmm. So I was just raised raised with my mother. My mm-hmm. dad was, you know. Running the booze cans downtown, drinking, fighting, you know, going to prison a lot, you know. I don't think I ever met your dad. I met your mom a bunch of times. Yeah, she's gangster. She's yeah. real. <laughs> yeah, she's real gangster. She's even more gangster now. It gets, yeah? yeah, it's like, you know, it gets crazier. It's like the more she gets older, the more gangster she gets. So <laughs> you got to love it. So, but that's how I was born. I was born. You met my mom in there. I mm. was born street. I was born. Yeah, she's hard. Yeah, I yeah, was born. Yeah. She knows all the hardest guys. Like, so I was born in that you know so i was but 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 good street i was born like you know i was born in crime but i was born in never sell drugs okay you know what i mean my parents and them would say don't do never sell drugs Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah so i was brought up not never selling drugs yeah you know and as a parent as a parent (laughs) you know i I don't know most parents know to say my parents yeah yeah so you had a liberal, you had a liberal upbringing where it was like, you know, you kind of sounded like you had a loose, a loose leash. There was not. I much didn't of have a leash. leash. I didn't so. even have a loose. There wasn't even. Le- it wasn't even loose. Yeah. <laughs> there was just no leash. It, yeah. But I, I, and and how she raised me and how I was raised, it's I was raised street fighting and this and this, but I have so much respect, like mm. for my elders and 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 everybody that's around me that grew up in my neighborhood has the same respect and love mm-hmm. for elders and and stuff like that so and we're not you know disrespectful I, I don't like disrespectful at all so yeah i was i was i was you know raised that way you know don't disrespect you know what i mean so you know so that's how it's such a switch between you know your other life like i didn't know you back in your other life yeah. but now you're just this you know calm yeah guy because you've gone through all this shit basically right but like, i've always been calm like this yeah 
Except for the, like my dad too. Yeah. If you meet my dad, you'd be like, oh my God, he's the nicest man in the world. Until the booze. And then the booze. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. me and you, if I mean you got drunk right here, sitting right here, we'd have the best time. But yeah. then we go outside and then somebody say, what do you got the microphone? What do you guys think? You're singers? Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. And then yeah. on. And then, then I start. Then turns I into it. something. <laughs> yeah. So I just said 97, mm-hmm. my last charge. Matter of the last charge, it was funny because I'm always used to the judges. I've been in charges since I was 15, 14 years old and- in right. court, court, so court, 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 court. I'm comfortable in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm used to the judges saying not the nicest things, you know? Like one judge, Humphreys, I'll even say his name out there, Humphreys. <laughs> he called me a scumbag and all my friends and all my family scumbags. He's a judge. He's the He's judge. He's judging you. Yeah, he was How judging you. me, you know? <laughs> and so and I knew this, I knew this, whatever. So I, I you know, laughing, you know, whatever. That's what he's, whatever. Mm-hmm. But my last charge, it was uh, on a cab drive, whatever, but the judge stood me up. I had my family in the court, and the judge says, you know what, Mr. O'Brien, your family's here. You seem you have a lot of violence on your record, but it doesn't seem like you bring it home. You don't have no violence against domestic violence. Uh, You bought your mother a house. seems you took care of your father, but, 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 you know, you have a big heart, Darren. And I'm like, okay, this guy's got the wrong case or the (laughs) wrong, I don't know what he's got, what he's on. What's his angle, yeah. Oh, I, I, uh, oh, I forget. I, I forget. I got to ask my lawyer. I got to ask Joe. And then he would, uh, and then he would say this. He's like, you're kind, you bought this, you're that, you know. You know what? And then I just said, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Maybe it is the alcohol, you know? Mm-hmm. When I stepped out the thing, out the courtroom, quit alcohol and, and, um, and um, cigarettes. So that's when I came with everybody wants to be like you. I wasn't drinking. That's right. You yeah, know, yeah. you never see me drinking no. then. So no, no. I, I quit in 97. So it was mm-hmm. the judge who was like, you're always there. Uh, but come on, judge. Mm-hmm. Give a, a little bit of a cur- encouragement sometimes, you know. Absolutely. There's some, there's some judges that do because there was one there that did it to me and, and he changed me. Gave so. you, he changed you, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. how do you throw you, p- taking you down? It, you'd be maybe. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. And, he, and he gave me six months in jail, mm-hmm. but on the street. So right. I have to mess up in the six months. He's going to give me. Six more. more time than whatever. He'd probably give me a year or something. Mm-hmm. So, and then he never heard from me. Mm-hmm. And and uh, it was weird. So he changed me, the judge. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, the system works. The system works. It only it, took it, it, yeah. 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the system works. Yeah. I wouldn't even imagine what it was to be like to be in jail. I don't even know. I, I've seen shows. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, Orange is the New Black is the only thing I know about, you know, jail shows and, you know, whatever. But it seems like kind of a weird little kind of place, right? It's rough. Was it the cliche that I see on TV all the yeah. time? But none of this, none of this jumping and, 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 yeah. and, and homosexual. Schlocks. Yeah, all that stuff. That's why I know you put a yeah. lock in a bag. A, a no, sock. yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah. 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 So lock, yeah. Lock in a sock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That all happens. Yeah. yeah, I seen shanks. I got shanked over the eye right here. Really? And a toothbrush. Yeah, Gosh. over Ninja Man, who's my dear friend now. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, jail is 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 terrible. But for me, it was like I had a guardian angel. Mm-hmm. You know, when I went to jail, like when I was in jail, I was with my father, mm-hmm. my brother, my uncle Patty, my uncle Terry, my best friend Inchi. They're all. All in the same range. <laughs> like I'm on the phone. I'm like, yeah, Sean, mom's on the phone, or yeah, you know, my mom yeah. calls everybody down. You know, she's got it. So wow. I had like all family. So it, I, it ran smooth for me. I guess the only, the only reason why I had to go to jail mm-hmm. and do all this 
is to get that song in form mm-hmm. and to put you know that to put me out there and say okay you know you're gonna go through this trouble so i had to go through that so the trouble's done now i already did that so right. but i'm looking for another hit so i don't know there could be <laughs> there's <laughs> I no could go yeah. back <laughs> well they say uh <laughs> they say you can't write blues in an air-conditioned room right? yeah like george carlin says white people should not be singing the blues <laughs> <laughs> Well, you spent some. You were you were you were in Jamaica. It was not jump ahead because Mine on the Moon came out. That was sort of international icon in two thousand. Fresh. This is my first album. Not drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you were smoking cigarettes, I think, at the time, though. I think you were on cigarettes. Maybe a little bit of cigarettes. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of cigarettes. Maybe some pot here and there, but a a little bit because I started smoking weed when I was thirty. Right, and I might yeah. have been actually when With Robbie Patterson, me and Robbie <laughs> yeah, would be yeah, like two old guys all high in the car. I can't drive because yeah, there's too yeah. much lights. <laughs> How's Robbie doing? Robbie just talked to him today, so he's brilliant. He's beautiful. Well, tell him I say hi. Yes, I haven't I seen him since those yes, studio times. Days, yeah, so I'm with him all the time. So. Amazing. Is he writing with you? Uh, no. No. Always. He'll always yeah. be. He'll always. Yeah, I'll go right with him. And yeah. And so yeah, if I um, you know, because I got him into music really yeah i started him in music i gave me you know i introduced him to kiss in grade two okay yeah you know he's your like yeah that's right he's been your friend yeah, since all of them yeah oh, gosh. yeah so yeah. he was in grade two yeah i was in grade two he failed grade two <laughs> i ended up in his class yeah, yeah yeah right yeah and then i failed grade two and then he moved on and i ended up in his brother's class <laughs> right but in grade two i introduced him to kiss because oh, okay. my first Kiss concert was when I was six. I went by myself. Get out of here. With my brother who was nine. Holy shit. We went by ourselves to Varsity Stadium. No way. My mother dropped us off at the thing and says, go in. We'll meet you back here at the front door. And that was it. We went in there, <laughs> saw the Kiss concert, took the pictures, came back, grade two, showed the things, and Robbie came up. Hey, uh, what's that? Who's Kiss? I said, yeah. Kiss? I said, yeah. you got to come to my house because he lived in my projects. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. He said, come to my house. So I brought him to my house, showed him Kiss, ate some craft dinner, watched some uh, uh, Flintstones, and uh, went back to uh, school probably. Probably took the afternoon off listening to Kiss. That's unbelievable. And then when we were 10, we, were, we started a band. So he came to me and he was like, we were 10. I played the guitar a little bit until mm-hmm. it hurt my fingers and they got me a bow and I just... <laughs> Murray would play drums. Danny played the guitar, and Robbie comes to me and says, like, "What am I going to play? Yeah, yeah. What can I play?" I said, "Brother, you can play the bass." Yeah, yeah. Gene Simmons plays the bass. He gets all the girls. <laughs> He's like, "Okay, I'm going to play the bass." <laughs> <laughs> and he never left it down. He never had a girlfriend for like 15, 20 years. He still plays, right? Still and he play? still plays. Yeah, because yeah, he was your musical kind of guy. He was your director in that time of the the Mind on the Moon and yeah, I, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah so right. when I got and. Uh, so I yeah I I you know I got him on the, on the album then he got his publishing deal and yeah so I never got the publishing deal no he should he should have stuck yeah, around thanks right? Paula <laughs> yeah Paula big up Paula yeah no, Paula <laughs> Paula I was just thinking Paula introduced me to so many cool people you being one of them yeah and like three or four other things and a band I work for actually now she introduced me to yeah I'm in the fourth year of just yeah tour managing so yeah she puts good people together which yeah is, that's good for her yeah. Yeah, have you talked to her lately? She's in Mexico a lot. Oh no, yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't talked to her. Last time I saw her, yeah, I, you know, I saw her at some show with uh, Doug Goodman. Oh yeah, Jet Black or the Black comic guy. Oh okay, yeah, Doug Goodman was the tour manager. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went. Yeah, yeah, so. he got me into Ben Folds shows. Yeah, yeah. But actually, another special moment during that time is when Ben Folds brought you up. I for, you know what? I forgot about that, and then somebody told me that the other day. They're like. 
oh, we remember you when you got up on on the stage with Ben Folds Five, and I was like, I did, and I was like, yeah, I did. That's right. Yeah. And then we went and played pool after. Do you that you won't remember that, but we all ended up at your pool hall. The pool hall used to hang at. And I brought oh, my Jackie. buddy Tom. Yeah. yeah. And we were up there and it was kind of a weird place. And we we're like the new people. Yeah. And there was guys on our table hitting our balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then you walked in and we sort of gave us a little bit, you yeah, know, oh, kind yeah. of a nice, you know, pass. But uh, yeah, man, like, wow. Because yeah. Ben Folds obviously is a fan. And there was some talk of trying to get him to write with you and yeah, all that stuff. That would have been fun. Yeah, man. That would have been fun. And then, so that you, you kind of just rode that along. And, and it's just like a, you know, yeah, I just, there wasn't really nothing. I wasn't allowed in America. I wasn't allowed in Japan. Well, that's a tough thing too, right? Yeah. Because you can't, where the money is, you can't go. Yeah, you can't allowed. go. Yeah, so it's you can low. buy your way into America. I tried. Yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't let me. My record company tried. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was more deeper than I know. So, mm-hmm. but um, they didn't let me in. Would they yeah. let you into other places like, uh, well, like Jamaica, where you're allowed in there? Oh, Jamaica. They're like, yo, Snow, how many charges you on? <laughs> yeah, man, come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jamaica, yeah. They, every place, just Japan and, and America threw me out. And Japan was my big market, too. I was, yeah. like, selling a lot in Japan. So we had the, al- the album, too, but uh, Icon. But... I bet you there's some places in China that's getting informers to get, just getting released. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh like, yeah, probably yeah. China music and stuff. Again, oh yeah, right? yo, gosh. Yeah, but so um, how now, do you how do you get out of uh, how do you get out of that? Like, I don't. You know, I didn't want to be in it in the first place. Right. So when they kicked me out of America, I was like, all right, fuck you. I like Canada better, anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is what this. I wasn't like, oh my god, my my career is ruined. This is what I worked my whole life. I wasn't thinking in that way. Right. I was thinking, wow, you just gave me a million dollars, a couple million dollars, and, and I can drink and hang with my, I have my friends still, and that's all I needed. I didn't need the fame. I didn't need nothing else. Right. You know what I mean? That wasn't what I was, I was, so when they took it away from me, I didn't get depressed or I don't get sad. Mm-hmm. Or if my album comes out and it doesn't do well, I don't get sad. Right. I have fun doing it. I right. have fun, like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I have fun doing it, so and, and that's the the thing is is when once you stop having fun and do it for the money or do it for the girls, you ain't gonna get it. You, it's you not can't come. chase that magic. You can't, you can't chase it. Mm-mm. And what happened with you? Just looking on the outside, is you got super successful, super fast, and then it went away yeah. as fast. Yeah, and not away, but you know yeah, what I'm saying, of right? Of course. Yeah. That where where it was such such a fast spark. Yeah, but. Because your attitude of wow, I lucked out. I I made this. This is I'm huge, and then I'm not huge anymore. Meh. It don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter because you know what I mean. You it, can't it's, think it's, if yeah. it's like I would. It would matter if all the people I grew up with in my neighborhood relied on it and treated me mm-hmm. a different way now because I was snow. Right. And then now I'm not snow. As high, they're gonna treat me different. Yes. They always treat me. Yeah. High. And when you were like in the midst of touring all over the place and, you know, mm-hmm. you had a lot of people hanging with you. Like I some, brought them all. Yeah, you brought them I brought them up, but they were with me from, yeah. you know, they were the ones, if it wasn't from this guy or this guy, yeah. you know, he took the stand for me in the two attempt murder charge yeah. and said he did it. So I'm bringing him on, tra- yeah. on tour with me it's around insane. the world. Yeah, <laughs> because what happens sometimes is people who don't have that community sense that you had, We'll bring people like some their coke dealer with them, and they'll bring they'll yeah. bring the person that you know. Yeah, yeah. You have this entourage that of, they're just pe- yeah, just leeching on you. Leech. Leech. Yeah. yeah. I never had that. I everybody I grew up with, I grew up with, and I'm still with them all today. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's no new. There's no this. There's new, sure. but there's no. 
these are my family. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's 30, 40, 50. Like, we got all the DKOs. We have, like, you know, mm-hmm. so many of us. So that's how it is. It's just, you know, and I can get it any time, mm-hmm. you know, because there's nobody like me out there. No. There's nobody in my in my lane. There's really never been nobody in my lane. Mm-hmm. You know, Eminem is like whatever, you know. There's no white guy doing reggae like that or that kind of style. Mm-hmm. You know, there's people doing reggae. Don't get me wrong. I'm not the first white guy to do reggae or, yeah, or the last. But yeah. my style is, is you know, which I'm, I'm glad of my style that I am. Um, it's my neighborhood. You know what I mean? It's, you know, most people, oh, he sounds like Michael Jackson. Or he sounds like, you know, Luther Vandross. They don't say that about me because I sound like, about eight people mm-hmm. all mixed in one. Which is you. Yeah, which is me. But it's not really me. Like, I'm not saying, oh, I'm original. Because mm-hmm. there's no such thing as originality. It's just sure. like I took from him. I took a little bit from the police. Yeah. I took a little bit from them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And made this, like, kind of like kind of cool style that, I'm, you know. So, I don't know. Whatever. Just have fun doing it and just, what you know, that's all. Yeah. And you just, uh, I mean, there is originality, of course. Because... You know, and it, I, you know, I'm just trying to put myself in the in the headspace of being this nine million sold guy that people hate. You know what I mean, or have this thing, or have a judgment against you as who you are uh, uh, because they've seen the the video or they've they they hear stories and folklore yeah. uh, about snow, and and they judge. And today it's even worse. Yeah. Because you got your YouTube and you got everything, the social media. Could you imagine 20 years ago with all the stuff that you were going through, there's some dude with a pocket camera, like filming, oh. <laughs> filming everything. That I would be in jail. I wouldn't even be out. Yeah. I would just still be in jail. Like, damn, I wish they didn't invent them camera phones. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's crazy now with all this, but I'm not worried about anything. Nobody can say nothing to me because I'm, you know, when I go to Jamaica mm-hmm. and I'm doing reggae music and they look at me like like a legend, like a, like a, you know what I mean? And I go to everywhere. I go Tivoli, Jungle, Rima. I go yeah. all the deep places and they just got so much love. So it's like no yeah. hip hop, no rock. Nobody can say nothing to me unless yeah. if they said, if they were like, Snow, don't do reggae anymore. You're no good. And I say, all right. I would say, yep, I won't do it no more. But nobody else can tell me nothing unless, yeah, you know, so. Definitely. And, yeah, so I yeah. get the biggest respect in there, and I hang yeah. with all, all the big dogs. So. Well, I remember I remember there was sort of an agenda of trying to get you on CFNY. Remember that? That sort of a, there was an agenda back in the early 2000s. Let's make a Sugar Ray album is what I kept hearing. You know what I mean? And uh, I knew uh, you weren't really happy with that whole. Oh, I was happy. Well, the whole, but. But to make a Sugar Ray record or to... Oh, any kind of music that I like, I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm rocker. I'm I'm pop. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm anything that I could, you know, do my toe to. Mm-hmm. There's not one song that I sold out and said, oh my God, okay. why did I do that? Well, there was a lot of resistance from you while we were doing it. Oh, that's you... just resistance from me. Just, <laughs> yeah. That could have been a reggae album. It could have yeah, been a hip hop yeah, album. Yeah. It could have been anything. That's yeah. just me saying, you know, because most people are like, yo... I'm in the studio tonight at eight. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I got to go there. What time? <laughs> <laughs> right? yeah. yeah. So it's the resistance from any kind of music in any type of form to get me to it's got to feel work. right, right? It's got to feel right. No, just the work. Yeah. The work, yeah. The work. I'm, 
I was never raised to work. Mm-hmm. I never had a job before in my life. You know what I mean? I never worked, so I was just like, so when you tell me, okay, eight o'clock, seven o'clock, you six o'clock, you're on. It's like, oh, slow down with the times. <laughs> I don't know about this time thing, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but oh yeah, I love that album, pop music and all that stuff. I love doing stuff like that, especially because we had so much. Well, we had like you. Greg Norrie, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Trouble chart. I meant uh, 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 some forty-one. Yeah, yeah. Derek and all them would come around. So we had all these so many guitars. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it was like, you know, let's use them. And, and Shan, Shan is the same way. Shan just is is like a chameleon. You know, he yeah. just adapts and loves music, and he doesn't. Okay, let's make this to make that, or let's you know, let's just let's just do it. That there is know? one. My one of my the memory I had from it, from that recording session, cause it went on for like three months, Yeah, yeah. you know, is that, um, and I'd be there five days a week recording with, with you guys, uh, is that Greg didn't show up. I don't think you were showing up and it was me and Shan and, uh, and they're like, we we're like, what are we going to do? And it was just me and him. And he might've just shown up. I go, I got the song on my phone or whatever, my answer machine. And I played it to Shan and he's like, ran into the control room and started like doing stuff with that sampler yeah, yeah. and that's what little do they know little turned they, into yeah, right yeah yeah and i was like it's that easy yeah i just gave him you know I, and then we played a little bit and i gave him the vocal melody and then we started writing this song and i like holy shit i was just supposed to be the engineer on this yeah and here we are you know oh, making yeah, you music. don't know what's gonna happen in the studio absolutely and, yeah. that, that and cool, that's what's fun about it Be, yeah. we, we don't okay you have that's your job or you you mm. you 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 don't do this or don't say that you you just do the engineer or you just do the drum you know what I mean don't yeah. but that's not how it was. it's just open like if you come up with a song oh let's do it it's yeah. not like oh yeah you know, but it's, it's like this weird it was a political thing and I don't think you and Greg and Shan were even getting along because it was one of these weird little there was something like I think you were out in your car talking to Paula saying I'm not going in there. And then Greg was like, fuck it, I'm going home. Yeah, yeah. And then it was just a big argument or yeah. something. I sat in the control room. I just kind of like hashed it out. <laughs> but it was almost done at this one moment, you know. And then we went and wrote this song. It became that song. And and uh, I don't think Greg even showed up to that part. But uh, yeah, great. yeah, he's going to be on the show. I, I interviewed him up in Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah, oh, that's where he is now? He's got a new, uh, he's got a wife and, and, a, and, a, and a, 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 a child that was from the previous marriage yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the wife. And he's up starting a business. Yeah. He's doing really good. Like, he always lands on his feet, and he's always got an idea. Yeah. That's Greg. He's a good dude. Great dude. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, 41? What are they up to? Well, Derek, you know, Derek got sick. Okay. Uh, the booze sort of took him down a couple of years ago, two years ago. And uh, they're getting back together. He's doing a new album. They're not, they're doing it on their own label. Yeah. Dave, the, the guitar player, quit for a while, and now he's back. Okay. Uh, and they so they have three guitar players and the drummer's uh, an idiot. Yeah, he's not in the band anymore. Oh no, Steve. Yeah, I don't know. He's an idiot. He's definitely <laughs> a he's a tough dude to uh, you know. Because well, how did you? Well, when did you sort of meet up with him? What was Who? When, with Steve the drummer? When did you work with him? I did a show with him. Oh, okay. I did a show with him for something, and he I don't know. He said something stupid about something. You know, never let her. You know. Thought he was maybe too big or something. Thought he was a little superstar. He comes off a little bit like that. No, Definitely. yeah. I should have yeah. choked him out. He didn't say nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. But so, and and plus we had his drum set at my house. Remember? He had the yeah. blue drum set. Was it the blue? Yeah, well, that was Trevor's drum kit. Oh, okay. Trouble Trevor. Charger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh. the good guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah it yeah. was Trouble Charger's drum set. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Exactly. So, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, Trevor came and played on some stuff. And then we had a dude from the Pocket Dwellers, remember? He yeah. came and played some keyboards. I forget his name now, because I worked with the Pocket Dwellers. And mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, I mean, what have you been doing for the past 10 years, man? Like, what's what's been going on? 10 years? Um, well, I picked up that marijuana. I, I got that new uh <laughs> Oh, you got the marijuana? Hobby. Yeah. I got that new hobby going. Mm. <laughs> it's a great hobby <laughs> of mine. Yeah. You know? But um, I heard it makes you uh, think harder. <laughs> yeah, it makes you uh, think harder. It makes you think green. But um, no, it's just been uh, chilling, mm -hmm. you know, hanging out, same things I always do. There's no, yeah, yeah. there's no. Okay, well, Darren did this. Darren got a job, and he moved over here. And he, nah, man, I'm the same. You know what I mean? I turned back to gangsterism before I get a job. Yeah. So, but um, just working, and then um. About two years ago, about a year ago and a half or something, they let me back into America. Mm -hmm. They let me before, but then they took it away, and then they let me back. It's a little game they got they yeah, got yeah. going on with me. So they gave it back to me. They took it away again, but they gave it back to me, and I went back to uh, 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 down to Florida, mm -hmm. and I hooked up with Cool and Dre and Scott Storch. You know, Scott Storch did four songs for me. Cool and Dre is looking over the whole album, Fat Joe. You know, Michael Rose. So then I was in Miami for like about six months working on the album. So then I uh, came back here, flew to Jamaica, you know, started working in Jamaica with all the guys down there. And just said, all right, let me come back with this album because people are coming to me and saying, all right, yo, Snow, let's do this album, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right, you pay for it and I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> Not pay me, just pay for it to get done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know many albums I've done that just... They pay for it, but I never get paid for nothing. It just gets <laughs> the album. Everybody gets paid to put everybody, but yeah. it don't come out. Yeah, it don't you know what I mean? So it's fun. It's fun. Just so that's where I'm at right now. So I got a new manager, Paul Furman. So he just came up, and uh, so this is the first time I had a real manager since my first manager. You know, no disrespect to everybody else in between, but as a strong hit hitter in America or anywhere Pull. world, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like I had people here in Canada who had, pulled, you know, who, who. Well, Larry were, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and Paula. They got love, respect, and everything. And they introduced me to, like, you and a lot of good people. So I'm not disrespecting them. But you know what I mean? But sometimes you need them, to, you know what I mean? Them guys who know, you know. The guys who knows who to call. Yeah, so. To get things taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, so I have, you know, I have a new manager there this week. <laughs> yeah. And, uh. And that's it. And just working on uh, on music. How and many songs you got was, together? Oh, like 15, 20. Really? Yeah. Wow. Crazy songs. Really? Oh, this is the best is album. It, really? Okay, this so... The, and you just, hear this album, you're going to be like, when I, when Ferberman heard it, yeah. Paul, he wasn't really looking for nobody new. When yeah. he heard it, he phoned me, he was like, I'm fucking blown away. Amazing. He was, holy fuck. Is it all over the place? What's the... It's all over. Yeah. yeah, there's reggae and there's more, and it's but it's Cool and Dre, Fat Joe's on it. You know what I mean? We got some like like when I did the song, Fat Joe begged me to be on it. Mm. Fat Joe's like, yo, let me be on this song, man. This song is a hip pleader. Really? He was like thanking me, man, yo. So I was like, oh, you know. Yeah. So the, yeah, the album is crazy. 
Really? Crazy, crazy. Well, I can't wait to hear it. And yeah, it, I'll, I'll it, send me, email you some yeah, stuff Yeah, send me the track. Yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to play any of this song. Because you play it. It's I'll my play stuff. a song? Okay. You play it. It's my stuff. I love that. Because <laughs> there's always other people, when yeah, I interview yeah. other people, it's like, I'm, but I'm, I'm giving you stuff that's not even mixed yet. Oh, yeah, for and sure. you can still play. I don't oh, care. You I can play it. a little piece, whatever you Amazing. feel. Amazing, yeah, absolutely. And this stuff is like, they're singing reggae. It's fun. And, yeah. And, and, and it's now. It's fresh. All I've seen is what I've seen on like um, Facebook and your yeah. updates. Yeah. They, but it, it looks like a bunch of dudes having a hell of a time. Oh, yeah. We got some, yeah, yeah. We got some good producers. Illa. You know, we got Sizzling Jamaica. We got the mob. We got every, like anybody who, like, it's funny. Mm-hmm. Anybody who I wanted to. Do you think like years of doing this helps you meet new people by just keep doing it right that's is that the is that a motto or a mantra you gotta keep doing it if you love it it, yeah absolutely yeah if you come out and you you do for the money and the girls and you come out with your first album you don't get the money and the girls and quit yeah if that's what you're doing it for yeah i hear you You know so me i just go along and do it i meet and this and this so you know it's uh i'm i'm at a good time right now yeah i think i'm you know i'm like i'm at a i'm at a good i'm at a good uh point in my life where yeah. now it's like okay yeah he's like legendary kind of like he's like okay yeah you know what i mean he's yeah. it's like there's a right time and a right place for everything yeah it's like and a car I absolutely think. it's like a car it's like if you come to me and you go okay i got a car and i go what kind of car you got i got mm-hmm. like a 1920 car you'd be like oh that's awesome yeah yeah and you'd be like oh you come to me and you go yo what kind of car you got you go oh, i got a 19 2017 you'd be like oh that's awesome yeah, yeah. but if you got a middle car yeah, like 1992. You have, yeah, you can't have a middle car. You <laughs> no. got to have a, an old car That's or a right. very new car. You can't mm-hmm. have it in between. Yeah. So I was, the new car mm-hmm. went through the, the middle stage things, you know? Yeah. And now I'm at the old car where they're like, all right, now you're a great car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you know? You've got all everything yeah, going I'm, for I'm, you. I'm past that. So now I'm just like, and, and, and luckily I'm in this music. Luckily I'm in reggae music where you can get older and older, like country you know, it's not, I wasn't a boy band, a pop band. I wasn't dancing. And sure. now I can't do my moves no more. Yeah, because, you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know for sure. I mean? They're like, oh, but we loved his dance moves before. <laughs> yeah. Now he can't do them. Like Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah. You see that documentary of the Backstreet Boys on Netflix? No. Oh, it's the Backstreet Boys going back to their hometown. Oh, yeah. They're all like 40 some odd year old dudes. Yeah, yeah. And they're trying to dance and they're trying to sing. Yeah. They just can't do it. No. They can't do it. They're too old. They're too broken. Yeah. You know, and the, the idea was, we got to get this back together. We got to do this. It's part of what who they are is that group. They obviously yeah. can't survive as individual people. They need that group. Yeah, you know, they need that, that group. The, that's the the energy that they brought. Yeah, yeah. To the people that want to see yeah. them. So then the people want to go and see them. They want they want to look for that 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 routine dance movements now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And now they can't do. They can't no do more. it. And they're sucking oxygen. They're yeah. funny. They're like they're like sweating balls off, and they're oh, like yeah. taking oxygen hits. Like I don't know if I can do it. Sucking yeah. wind, you know. Do you have a fear of playing live music? Is there a fear with you? No. No? I don't I don't I don't like It's not a it's not a fear. It's like I don't really I don't it's not my favorite thing to do. No, I know that. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Like when, once I touch the mic and I'm up yeah. there, I'm okay. Boom. Everything's it's getting good. up on stage getting, or getting me to to commit to the show. Right. It, you know what I mean? To commit to the show. So because I saw you, I've only seen you once. Yeah. Isn't that hilarious? Yeah. I've only seen you once. When I saw you at the, at the Phoenix, I'm saying, there's nowhere else that guy should be but there. Yeah. And I remember saying that. It's coming back to, to the buddy of mine I met there, and I'm like, 
that's where he's supposed to be. He's so comfortable up there. Yeah. Talking about you, by the way. You're so comfortable up there. But I then am. I've heard like uh, Darren caught a cold. He doesn't want to play yeah, a show. No, I'm, I'm comfortable up there. But getting there, getting there is the non-comfortable. What thing. do you think that a trip? What is that? What's how do you? I can you? I'm shy. Yeah. Okay. I'm really shy. I never could do it at class in school. I couldn't get up there and and, and is it you a know, self-esteem thing? I don't know what it is. It's just I don't know. I'm always worried that they're just you know what I mean. You're gonna bomb. Yeah. Like I don't know what I'm doing because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't. Before I get out there, I don't have nothing. I'm yeah. what I'm doing. I just get out there and I think I know because were you propelled into stardom so early, so fast? I didn't do shows. You I didn't, didn't know what a show was. No, but then you. But you, I sang in front of jail. I sang it when on my time. But when you're in front of thousands of legions of fans, yeah, you're dancing kind of up there. You're not. Oh, you're doing your thing. I'm nice. But but the fact is is that you don't have enough repetition of the process of getting up onto that stage, yeah, I think. No. You know what I mean? You were thrown up there. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's like getting thrown on a like a on a horse that's that's like in race. Yeah. A racing horse yeah. that you don't know how yeah. to control. Yeah. It's getting there. Yeah. So now I I know I can race. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a wicked racer. Yeah. I can get on that horse, ride that horse no problem. Yeah. I don't want to get up on that horse. I'm, yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't want to go. Up I on heard that stories. Horse. I've heard stories yeah. that you're like you're throwing up, or it, you know, this yeah. is nerves, jitters, yeah, a little hypochondria. Yeah, know? all of it. I think <laughs> just just to get on stage, but unfortunately, yeah. but 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 if I go to a dance, yeah, and if it's my time, yeah, I'll grab the mic like I did in basement dance all the time. Like I'd yeah. sing it all the time in basement dances and get up there in Scarborough. Is it the formalness, like the formality of like it's the. You're Who's on it. Coming. Yeah. This. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's all that. These are a bunch of people sitting around in this little area, all the crew, all the people of the band, even sometimes. These are people you don't really know. Yeah. That you have to have faith in to carry you. Yeah. You know, or help you. You know, I'm really, I'm, I'm just, I'm trying to p put this together. Yeah, but I wish I could put you it have together. A, you have a small, like your network of friends or friends you've had your whole life, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. If you could have all of them around you on that stage all the time like a little cocoon right then that would sort of no no even no. getting there wouldn't no, that even because it's not up there mm -hmm. it's not no me obviously being up it's there. not once you're yeah, there once i'm there it's, it's a, the getting it's, from the hotel door yeah, oh yeah uh, to, to to the to the backstage door yeah it's and that's like, all i think that's hindered you and and people ask me to do shows and people ask me and, and people beg to do shows like in jamaica they pay mm -hmm. artists pay to go on the stage yeah and you couldn't pay me enough, <laughs> you know. I did. I did Trinidad. Yeah. I went down there. I did sixty thousand mm -hmm. in the, in the in the stadium. I think I only got paid for twenty thousand. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm there. I'm ready to go up. My manager's there. My manager starts arguing with the promoter, mm -hmm. saying, "There's more than twenty thousand there. Rah, rah, rah. There's sixty thousand because he knows the seats yeah. and he knows the floor. He's probably there's like about sixty thousand. They say, well, forty thousand snuck in. They everybody, a lot of people snuck in, and mm. he's like, he's not going on until we get more money. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yes, David, you stand your guard. <laughs> I don't even care about the money. Yeah, Just yeah. stand your keep guard. Keep going, keep yeah. going. <laughs> Be mean, Dave. Because <laughs> you don't want to get there. I don't want to go up there. Yeah. But I went up there. And it worked. And it worked. And isn't that crazy? Like, mm -hmm. how do you, you know, maybe you got to kind of get a regiment together or figure out a regiment. It, it just, now it's much better. Right. Okay. Because you know what I hated too? I hated going up there and the mic didn't sound right. 
yeah and a feedback and all this stuff i just i'd yell fix the mic i you know beat yeah. up the sound man on stage i you know hot 97 i cussed them out you know because <laughs> of the mic i cussed yeah. out my manager told the whole crowd to kill him yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> why so, didn't he ask you back <laughs> yeah right so it was but but i understand that now if if my mic reverbs i mean if it if, something if, yeah cuts out i can make a song out of it yeah you know what yeah. i mean i don't get so hot you know yeah and and i'm trying to like i'm what i'm doing right now is getting you know especially now the sound is much different now and it's, it's easier you know it's easier we can have this and this so i just want to make i just want what i really want is a good stage show something that i really enjoy you know what I mean? Like having a DJ and then all of a sudden it looks like you're at a dance in Jamaica and the, and the DJ yeah. playing. You know what I mean? Like almost like a play show. So it, it, you it have motivates a... me to like, yeah, I want to do this. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and so, and that's where I'm at right now. I want to, that's what I want to do. I want to do one more big bang and then start bringing some kids in and start helping people and yeah and doing stuff like that yeah so. and when you get a band together and things you know back yeah you band get the band and, like you know what i mean yeah. it's, it's it's i love let's see the band is beautiful yeah you know the band you know because it's not just well because you were doing some played back yeah that's hard stuff. it's just me up there and it's yeah. just you know it's a you know a guy beside me maybe and it's just track shows and stuff like you know but yeah. i've done you know i tours with my band but the band's better Oh, because they can, they'll play around you. Yeah, around drop you, in, uh, you know, I can leave. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and go backstage snap. Yeah, man. This is a 20 hour long. Yeah. Get <laughs> no, five hour, an hour long drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> so the um, Now the whole idea, you're going to be putting a record out, sounds like pretty soon, maybe within a year. Tour, yeah. Going on tour. Yeah. Big tour and stuff. Yeah. Big tour. Yeah, maybe get your get <laughs> your own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, a, yeah. Are you the type of person that thinks big and big things happen, or do you think like small and big things happen? And you're surprised. I don't think. No, I don't think. I don't think at all. I try not to think. You know, I try not to really hardly. I try not to think of the 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 the, the, the so-called f future. Yeah, or the so-called past. You're a you know big I mean? believer so in I'm, fate. I'm right here, yeah. right here in the now. So I don't like think big it always comes to me big yeah. things come to me oh snow i'm the number one reggae out in the world and guinness yeah. book and yeah. you know so it just comes to me like i never ever once hustled for myself mm -hmm. i didn't make calls and yeah could you think of you know i was oh i got a movie for you yeah. oh i got a reality show for you want to do this reality show you want to do reality show on your family yeah you want to do it like this is all the talk right now like all these people are coming like four different people really you know, we want to do reality on your family and rah, rah, rah. amazing yeah. You know, so what do you think just, about that? Do you look at that and go, "Where were you five years ago?" Like that's what I'd do. I'd be no. like, well, "Where were you?" And I've been here the whole time. There's no five years ago. It's only now. <laughs> it's right. There you go. <laughs> so I, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. yeah I, so I feel I, like. no, I don't. I don't. I understand. I understand. No, Snow's not hot. We can't put him on the show right now because he's not going to draw the things that. And then all of a sudden I become hot, and then you say, "Yo, Snow, of course I'm going to draw for you." Mm -hmm. Before I was going to draw for you, you weren't going to make the money you wanted to. Yeah. You're not going to pay me the money I wanted to because I'm not that hot. So I understand. Come to me when I'm hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come yeah. to me when I'm making. You know, we can make some money together or whatever. If you want to yeah. make money off of me, whatever. Come yeah. to me when I'm hot. That's all right. Well, that's that's. I don't. A very I don't. Cool yeah. I, look at it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. Because yeah. a lot of people try to engineer their careers, and it's always they throw bad money into something to try and make something never have I. and it's always a gamble and it mm. never do you like your cucumber water 
Mm-mm. Not medium. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. Yeah. It smells like a like a schwitz. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, no, but a lot of people try to make something out of nothing. They see something. They see a little spark of something. And they're like, oh, let's make this. In a, we can make millions of dollars from this. Let's yeah. do that. Okay. And then it's never really works out to their favor, or they'll do it a hundred times. It might work out once. So it's like gambling, right? You go to the depends on what you, if you, if you're having fun while you're doing it. Yeah, I know. But then you, there's a difference. Now, yeah. if you're doing it and you don't make that million dollars, and then you're all depressed and you're like, oh, then you got a problem. But if you're that, if you're the kid, like if you're the that you and people come say if you're this other person and somebody comes up and go, you got a potential kid. We're gonna put you in the movies or make you a star. Well, how long do you go for that ride? Being that, you know, how distrustful are you of people? To, to try and take you into what they considered stardom. It's it's scary. You See, know? I'm not, I, I can't get bought by that. I can't, no. I can't get anything to stardom doing. And I don't want it. There's nothing in the world that I want except for happiness for the people and stuff. But there's nothing that, like, on all the other stuff. But there's nothing that I want, personally. There's nothing that I want. I don't want boats. I don't want planes. Mm-hmm. You can give them to me. I can have them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I will never screw nobody or I don't cry if I don't have them. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, for maybe sure. Maybe my drone. Maybe I cry. Oh, when we I don't get a get drone, drone when you crash the drone. Yeah. yeah, I'll cry maybe then. <laughs> I'm a little materialistic with drones, but so it don't. Yeah, so that stuff there it bothers people. But as long as you have fun, you can make. You know, try sure. to make a spark out of whatever. As long as you're, you know, having fun doing it. You know, there's a lot of people who believe in fate too. Like when I, if you totally, totally believe in fate, which I think you do, because it just if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, no big deal. It's the way it's supposed to be. If you completely take an experiment where people who really try to engineer their lives, you know, like by going to school and getting a degree and learning other languages so they can be an upstanding citizen of society. And then you take somebody who's a free spirit like you and see who's happier, right? Mm -hmm. This person, it's two different types of people. One is really like wants to try and become a successful businessman or woman. And then there's the ones like, man, if it just happens, it happens. You know, both are equally as happy when they achieve what they consider to be. But they both have to be happily while they're doing it. That's true. But some person, people aren't not... happy in life, right? Like, oh. there's obviously, obviously, right? There's people out that just go out in life that do things because they think that's what their job is. They yeah. have to go yeah. do that, you know? Like, and, and that's what makes us so tired, <laughs> right? Is because of the future and the past. Mm-hmm. If we get rid of the future and the past, because it doesn't exist, but if we get rid of it in our mind, we won't be so tired. How is a seven-year-old kid have more energy than I have? Mm-hmm. When I'm a big, strong man, this kid has more energy running around. And, ah. Yeah, because they're not Because they're he not doesn't bound. think of the past. He doesn't think of the future. He just thinks of what's going on at that particular time. When mm-hmm. us, we sit there and say, oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dwell on this and dwell on that. And I right. hope I have it tomorrow. Hmm. Eh. And then there's a balance. Well, sometimes you need to drive the speed limit. Sometimes you need to follow the rules, right? I mean, sometimes, right? You know, otherwise sometimes. you get thrown in jail for attempted murder. Yeah. <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Two counts. So, but you know what I'm saying, right? So there's a downside to essentially not living like a child, but, but, but believing in fate or not thinking about pastor so sometimes you gotta you know you have to answer for what eventually might happen in the and now. you do yeah in the now yeah <laughs> that's when that happens right yeah so yeah. just be happy and just go you know so that's how i am i never like you know and so there's no like you know they're all good 
Yeah. Everybody's good. <laughs> Everybody's perfect. You know? But trust, yeah, you say you have to have trust. You know what I mean? In you have friends, to have trust in, in, in anybody. In anything, yeah. And everybody. Do you ever blindly trust people? Always. Do you ever get a good feeling on someone and Always. go, does it ever turn sour on you? Always. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I have to, to trust. Like, just think about it this way. Like, trust. If I didn't trust my body, I would go crazy. If mm. I was to think there, if I were to look at my body with a, uh, a, a telephone, whatever it's called, yep. telescope, or, and uh, see all my blood cells and red cells yeah. fighting each other and beating each other up and, and killing each other. Microscope. Yeah, my, microscope. Yeah. I would have to pick a side, and you know, but I trust everything. I trust my ears to work. I trust my eyes to work. I don't sit there and doubt it. I would go crazy. If the president of the United States couldn't trust anybody he was with, he mm -hmm. would go nuts. He would just, oh, what about, huh? Yeah, no, he has true. to have full trust in everybody that they're doing their job. Like we have in our body. I, mm -hmm. I trust my my cells to work. Yeah. I don't doubt it and say, oh, oh my God, I hope the cell don't work. And oh my God, if it, you know what I mean? Oh. I just trust it and let it, the until it fucks up. And then I say, okay, okay, you're fucking up now. I yeah, gotta you're go out. Get, yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah, go I gotta check go. you out. You know? There's obviously a line between allowing someone to sort of go do I, their job. Sorry and, for cutting you out, but I think this drink makes you more thirstier. I know. You know <laughs> I think, uh, well, I, I think, really, what is it, cucumber and what? Peppermint. Peppermint. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe she's drugging us. How you feel? I feel all right. All right me I too. Go sleepy. All right. <laughs> it's not that bad. I, um... <laughs> I, I like where we're at. We're in this weird little. What's where we're we're down on we're downtown. And we're mm -hmm. in like the recreational area of this condo unit type yeah. of apartment building, and it looks very. Um, I feel like I'm on the love boat. Do you feel like you're on the love boat? Hold on, let me rock back and forth a bit. Yeah, just oh, imagine yeah. it moving. I've never been on a boat. Never on a ship. No, me yeah, neither. I've really, boat, but yeah, I've never been on a on a on a, on a love boat. You ever want to go on one of those? I don't, I've never th had the idea. What are you trying to get at? You uh, want me to be a singer on the boat? What? Is that what you think my career is getting to? Yeah. Huh? They're huge, got man. Vegas, but yeah. I'm on a boat. Da, 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 da. Here he is, everybody. Here he is. Informers snow. You know, they can fuck up the whole thing. Oh, yeah, make the boat sink. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do that, right? They do, they do cruises. Like yeah. uh, Bare Naked Ladies have a cruise. Everybody goes on all the Bare Naked Ladies. my cousin. Lady you know that, right? What? Who's Stephen Page? He's your cut. Yeah. Really? Fuck up. Really? Yeah. Stephen Page is my cousin. Really? Yeah. I only met him once. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's he on is, the, uh, my dad's side. I met uh, my mother's side. No shit. Yeah. Why don't I know that? Yeah. I went up to him and he knew. He was like, "Oh, grandma." Blah, blah, blah. When did you find out? Oh, years ago. Really? A long time ago. As yeah. they were big. or before? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were big because their big song came from Informer. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Did yeah. Did you know that? No. The one week that they looked at you, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, they got yeah. it from Informer. So he came to me and he told me, he was like, you know why we wrote that song, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why? He goes, because of Informer. He's yeah. like, we, we got the idea from, from you. That's and insane. I said, well, that's good. You know, mm. why don't you write me another one? <laughs> <laughs> Get me one in there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's my kind. But anyways. He is a... He is also Stephen Page is one of my them. father hates that group. Really? Oh, that's the worst group in the world. He says there was a time though. This is <laughs> when that one week song came out. I had this weird sixth sense that I'm like, where are the bare naked ladies these days? And all I hear on the radio, it's the new single. It's been one week. I'm like, Holy, I've seen the future. The yeah. bare naked ladies have their big single. Yeah. yeah the Chinese chicken song. But yeah. I saw them at the SARS benefit show. <clears throat> it's Skydome. 
I've never seen a band a, 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 a captivate an audience yeah. like him. Like Stephen Page had them. This is when lately. This is no. This is like fifteen years yeah, ago oh, oh, oh. before he quit. Yeah, yeah. And when SARS was around, I guess that was in the yeah, mid, yeah. early mid two thousands. And he just had everybody right there in his hand, and I was thought, wow, that guy, he's got it together, right? Yeah. But now, he's related to me, so you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's fucked up. And got drugs and drugs. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> so he can't God go to America him. no more either. That's kind of what stopped him. From, yeah. Uh, see. Because he got a drug charge. Yeah, so that's the one thing I I, 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 I I tell the people in like the hoods and stuff. Like I go to Janet Finch and Connections and all these yeah. places. I go all over. I'm in Regent. I go all everywhere we go. I know all the dons of all the areas. Really? So I try to, you know, tell like you guys got to protect your talent mm-hmm. and make sure like if you see a 13-year-old, if he's like whatever, driven a basketball and he's like amazing at it. You know what I mean? Take and this, yeah, yeah, like take him in under your arm and make yeah. sure this kid doesn't get no into no trouble and keep him away from the police because the police like to get you into trouble before you're even in the trouble. They have their own judgment. Yeah, you're right. They come in there and they put you up against the wall and say, wait, 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 wait. How, why'd you do that B&E? And you're like, what, what are you talking about? I didn't do yeah. the B&E. Then you like, become what is a, f- a B&E? Then yeah. you become a B&E artist. Then you become afraid of police and police. Why are we afraid of the police? You know what I mean? Because oh. they're little... They're tactical warfare people now that are trying to bring people into line and they judge people. See, let me tell you something about the police. I'm going to tell you, this is what the police need to do. Maybe I'll go down there. Maybe maybe tonight, maybe after this, I'll go down to the chief of police and <laughs> slap him around and tell him a couple things. <laughs> See, my lawyer, Joe Blumenfield, is the top lawyer in Canada, criminal. Mm-hmm. All right? He's number one lawyer. Eight years he studied in, in school to be a lawyer. Eight years, he studied the book, studied the book, studied the book, studied the books. He didn't know nothing about it. He didn't know girls. Yeah. He don't know cars. He don't know how to change a tire because all he did was study. Like every lawyer, study the book, study the book, study the book, study that law book. Eight years. Then you become a lawyer. Then you got your case. What do you do in your case? You go to the back, get your book out, open up the case, open up the book, and look yeah. at what's going on with your case. You got to, you know, refresh your mind. Yeah. It's eight years. Now he's still he's still referring back to the book after eight years yeah. of studying that every day. Now you give a cop six months and he's a cop. You know nothing about the law. How can you know anything about the law in six months when this lawyer doesn't even know about the law and he's yeah. studying it for eight years and you know? So that's what's making these coppers mad because mm-hmm. they're coming up and they don't know the law. And then you, when you say the law to them and they get mad because they don't know the law and they right. think that you don't yeah. know the law and they get mad at you. So these coppers need to really know the law and they need to really take a course. Like you need to be two years here, two years there before you even become a cop. I don't even, yeah. you know what I mean? You need to be drug tested. You need to be like, this is protecting our people or, or you know what I mean? So yeah. there's a certain amount of like tests they go through and that a lot of it is stress tests. And they'll put you in a room and yell at you to see if you crack and break. And I don't know where it sits now. You know what, what I mean? Where they put you in. I know. But the, you know, it's a fake. It's a absolutely, test. Absolutely. Yeah. Because You're not gonna you get can mad. pass, you can pass a test. But the idea is, I think what they need to do is teach them how to be men and how to be adults first, and how to look at a situation. But you only get that with experience. You know, we were talking about performing, and it takes a while to get mm-hmm. how comfortable. Well, you know, when you're 21, based being 31, you grow huge, right? Yeah. You become more mellow. You're you different. become more, you're a different person. You get different cells. So All your cells you, are different. When you become a, a 21, 25-year-old <clears throat> police officer, 
you still got these hormonal rages going on inside of you. You're still a teenager. You're a little boy, right? So when you get put in a car, what do you want to do? You're going to act like that inner 15-year-old kid in you. You're going to act out, and then you're going to break the law, but you got the the law on your side that stops you from getting in trouble most of the times. Sometimes you get caught. But it's the system getting you into the trouble. Exactly. And the whole idea that we we can't, it takes a big movement to solve this problem with racial profiling, the fast tracking you to make criminals, which then in fact justifies your job, right? You're a police officer. Your job is to go find bad guys. Yeah. Well, how we, there's no more bad guys because we're, we're good cops because good cops don't find bad guys. They stop people from becoming bad guys, you know? It's, Police never stopped anything from anything. They just make more bad guys. But they don't do anything. I know. It's like, if you get shot, you're phoning the ambulance. You ain't phoning yeah. the cops. And the, and and the, the, co- the ambulance is at home. Yeah. Coppers roam around the street. Coppers yeah. never been on the scene. They always get to the scene five minutes later. They were never like Superman, like, oh, yeah. we're here. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they like yeah. get here like an hour later. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. they don't pre- prevent any crime. But- I don't know. That's that's whole. I don't know. They're just that's just different. Well, police, but, but like I said, I mean, I think if police could solve and have a proactive way of stopping crime, they won't have a job. Then they'll have a job. Exactly. They've been now. They can't bust back guys. This is so, what it is. Criminals should get treated really better than they should. They mm-hmm. should get fur rugs. They should get anything they want mm-hmm. because it's like the re- at least the record company they screw you over, but they at least they give you something, and you're like, oh, okay, at least I got a little something. Yeah, yeah. If it wasn't for the criminal, I'm not talking about criminals, child molesters, and yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're sick people. They're not even criminals. They need to be in, in you know, yeah. say, and drug addicts. Yeah, you know what I mean. They need to be, you know, in uh, in a rehab. Mm-hmm. They're not criminals, but a criminal criminal. Yeah, I was a criminal. Yeah. You know, boost in this, this, and this. Sure. If it wasn't for us, the judges wouldn't have the big houses. The lawyers wouldn't have that. <laughs> this guy wouldn't have that. The crown, like he, th- this criminal is making this system run so beautiful for all these. All these people are so rich off this criminal, but they treat them so bad and no money or no nothing. So I think they should just treat them a little bit better. And who makes all all all, all the crime? It's the record companies. Mm-hmm. The record companies does it. Of course they do. The record companies, the one who, what do you call it? You know, they own. Private jails in America well, is owned by the record companies. I did not know that. So if you own a private jail, yeah. what do you, it's like having a hotel. What do you need to do? Fill mm. it up. Oh, what are we going to come with? We're oh, going to come with some gangster really rap. Bad. We're going to really come with some. In the States, you know what I mean? Sure, We're going to yeah. come with this. We're going to come yeah. with gangster rap. Like gangsters kill each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, fill it yeah. up. Fill it up. Fill it up. How you doing? Oh, I'm 20% filled. Holy shit, you're doing bad. Yeah, yeah. You get some crime out there yeah, in your yeah. place. I'm packed. Well, you know what you they know? are doing in like uh, states like in Colorado? Is they're letting a lot of people out. Oh, I hope. Because of the drugs. Oh, the drugs. Of course, right? that should be the, the main thing. If you get convicted and they just legalize you Imagine now. that. You're like sitting there like, what do you mean? I sold a bag of weed and I'm in jail and you can go and, you know what I mean? Like they're changing the rules. Yeah. Every, every year it's well, different, Well, the drug right? dealer is a, dr- is a doctor. Sure. It's the same thing. It is, yeah. He's selling. Yeah. He's not trying to make And we're drawing out. the line here between like hard chemically made drugs and just natural grow on trees grows drugs yeah. right like like yeah. i draw that line if you if you deal with meth or if you deal with cocaine if you deal with things you're you're a bad person because okay. you're taking people's mm-hmm. altering their brains weed i'm okay with yeah you know what i mean it's a weed. whole yeah. conversation all that weed mushrooms hash yep. you know lsd yeah. lsd is good for the mind yeah yeah i don't do it i'm i you know but you know but yeah, yeah. 
cocaine, crack. And- they say that mushrooms is the largest cure of uh, post-traumatic stress from war. So when you come back from war, it cuts your depression down by 55% yeah, or something. Yeah, but you've got to be high on mushrooms your whole time. you got to be high on mushrooms. No, but <laughs> you're when you're not you, depressed, yeah, but yeah, you're, you're flying around more. <laughs> no, but when you come out of even when you come out yeah, of it, it you can it, deal it, more, it, right? Like, then there's no... That's funny because my um There's no pill that will stop is, that. ...is military. Really? From the Marines. Really? Yeah, so... And he always tells me, let's do the mushrooms. Yeah, right. but we get on to that and on to that. And, but the, the main... The, all the whole thing is... Is music is music is in the now like dancing and just have fun doing it and don't be afraid you know these people are afraid you know afraid to like mm-hmm. afraid to like put rock and roll and and hip-hop together like when i first came out kiss asked me to be on the album gene simmons would phone me all the time remember mm-hmm. i told you i grew up with long hair doing kiss concerts so he cut my hair i mean he phoned me up and said let me be on the album on kiss my ass album but my record company because i was urban Street, work, yeah. Oh no, you can't do that. That's rock. And it made me so mad that this is my, you know, I had to give up all the everything to be on this Kiss album. But they wouldn't, you know, they had me on the contract. But it, you know, so what it is is that music is music, and just have fun doing it, and uh, and um, that's it. Just that's all. There's a love of music there with you too, at the same time. But at the same time, it can sometimes. It sounds like sometimes it messes you up with having to do something because you've made the commitment i'm a musician i do i play music that's the fun part but there's also not so much fun part about being a musician you know some of it is doing what we're doing now is talking to people sometimes it's but i love this yeah yeah okay but See, sometimes I love, I love doing it all yeah i love singing i love doing anything i do if i'm doing it i must have liked it if i'm doing this interview i must have wanted to do it or liked it or i wouldn't do it mm-hmm. there's no way no record company there's nobody can tell me what to do mm-hmm. they can't say okay do this song because uh, 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 Bieber is a hot artist right now, and you got to have him. I would do a song with Bieber because yeah, I think yeah. he's all right. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but cool. for me to do a song with Bieber because he's just hot right now. Not going to work. No, no, unless I did it. So all these rock mm-hmm. songs I did, all these, if it's a punk rock song, if it's a country rock, if you mm-hmm. hear me doing a country album, mm-hmm. you'd be like, oh, that Molly, he must have been <laughs> having fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah. first of all, I didn't do it for the money because I wouldn't have done reggae. I yeah, wouldn't come true. out with reggae. I could have done well. anything else. I could do hip hop, reggae. I could do country. I could do rock. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it chose me. It just chose me. So just that's how music is. Just love it. And there's some there's something about you that's still who you were 25 years ago. Same, same dude, right? Same people. Same friend. Never did anybody wrong to yeah. to get anywhere. Never try. You know. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. This is it. You know, yeah, I, like I appreciate to, uh, that. I like to, but right now I'm, I'm on, I'm, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm racist a bit. You can't get a little racist. Yeah. <laughs> Setting your ways. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> you know, against the whites though. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's not. It's it's like it's like I'm like, yeah. I'm I'm really seeing it, and I'm really, you know. You know, I was I was gonna save this for later, but um, I came up with a thought that there is a race of people you can really get like judgmental on Russians because they're sneaky. You see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. They're really sneaky. Right? They they have uh they have satellites that look at America, right? America has satellites that look at I know, at them. but they're they're older, tube powered, like oh. crazy up in space. So sneaky, sneaky old sneaky Russians. Sneaky old. They have a crazy way of talking. Their yeah. cues are backwards. Oh well, that just—I didn't know that. That's yeah. that just throws them right under the bus. 
<laughs> that's no more vodka. That's why I quit vodka. I, I know. See, Russia to give you that crazy juice <laughs> to make you get thrown in jail. Oh, huh. Russians. No, I was the Irish. I was drinking oh, Irish the, whiskey. Yeah, the Jamesons? So, yeah, I'll blame that on the Irish. Big up the Russians. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't mean that but, Russians. Just in case, because Russians are badass too, because they will kill you. I hope. Their, their leader, Putin, killed Putin? a guy. He killed Putin. Putin. Yeah. But Putin had this guy killed and then said, I'm going to catch the guy that killed him. But it was obviously him. So that's Russians. Those creepy Russians. See, I'm proud. I'm proud to be Russian. <laughs> I'm not even Russian. Yeah. <laughs> but I am. Yeah. And that's the thing about me. I am Russian. Mm -hmm. And I'm Jewish. And I'm Muslim. And I'm Christian and I'm Catholic and I'm all. Mm -hmm. And I don't say it just to be political. I want everybody on my side. I don't yeah. give a flying fuck. Is that I just don't have no sides. Yeah. I don't see anybody. I see the wrong. And if they did this, I see why they did that. Or I see why this happened. You know, I, could see, I see it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I understand a lot. I understand a lot. So, which is pretty cool that I just understand a lot of... Uh, of that they can't trick me mm -hmm. they can't get me against yeah. anybody yeah 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 they can't sure. get me against anybody mm -hmm. if it's black white china they can't get me against anybody you know what i mean so and that's how we should all be and that's how the world you know because we all are one absolutely like you i'm i'm you but i can't be you because i'm i'm being me right now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry brother that's all right man you know it's just like we're all the ocean but we're all individual waves I think it's going to be a global realization one day where everybody will say, we're all on the same team. We have to be. That's when the hologram, the holo holograms, yeah. that's when they come out and they have the, the, the UFOs. Yeah. And, and so now the terrorism is gone. Yeah, terrorism. We're like, all together and now uh, we're against this. Hello, America. <laughs> yeah. This is ISIS calling. We're scared. Yeah. We need you back up. <laughs> we, need you. We, we saw UFO. Sorry we killed a lot of you people. <laughs> if we could put their heads back on, we would. But you got to think about that way. Oh, it's such an epidemic, this terrorism. Yeah. How many people did, Amer uh, did uh, uh, terrorists kill in America oh, in the last gosh. 15 yeah. years? Yeah, not that many. Nothing. No. No, the Americans 200? have killed. Yeah. 200? 300 from the World Trade Center, mm -hmm. all in one. Okay, mm -hmm. but that's just all in one, whatever. But 300 other than that, in like 10 years, 300 people, it's not an epidemic. Yeah, and when the world... If I looked at if I looked at the epidemic and said, okay, 300, okay, how many cops killed? Oh, mm -hmm. there's only 39 cops killed, right? Okay, how many, how many did the cops kill? 1,500. That's an epidemic. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the States <laughs> alone, it's 38,000, something like that was the number last year of, of, of people shot by the cops. <sighs> shot and killed. I'll have to fact check that number, but it's high. High. Right? So, yeah. But the idea of, well, terrorism is that America has a good way of spinning the fact that, well, we're going to go into another country and we're just going to make them broke and then we're going to go take all their shit because they're broke. <laughs> and, and, and do you think for a second that would stop any other sort of re retaliation? So they're beginning, they're starting wars to get what they want. And at the same time, well, we're all guilty of it. We're in this global community of... You know, we're all, as Canadians, unfortunately, we're a part of this, you know, a little bit. Not as much, but we're, we're America's little brother, right? We worry about 90% of stuff that sh we shouldn't even worry. That's but, true. That's true. But, but what we can't worry about is this new album. This new and, album. Do you have a name for it? Uh, Good come around, by the way. But, yeah, the, uh, so the album, the name, I'm, I'm, 
I'm not sure right Can now. You call I don't it? even think it's going to be an album. Like, packaged oh, stuff. Songs, yeah. Yeah, just out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like my first one, I gave it off, you know, the charity. The, um, no way. Right? Yeah, me and this Michael Rose song, Shame. We gave all the money to charity and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so it's a I, whole I new want, dynamic. So that's what yeah. I want. That's what I want. Yeah. I want billions of dollars to give it away. That's the best thing is to have it to give it away. You know what I mean? I so, love that. And that's what my goal is, is to is to make a lot of money and to give half of it away <laughs> and to have my compound and have my whole family crew, all of us friends just live off the land. And I love that. You know, and they all want, they all like waiting. They're all yeah, like, yeah. we're ready. We'll grow the carrots. We'll do the this. <laughs> we'll, do- <laughs> so. well, it's a whole new world out there with music, man. Over the past 10 years. Yeah. Shit's changed. Yeah. But it's all sounding like my stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, yeah, it's so, all coming around. Yeah, my you can't say when you hear my stuff, you say, "Oh, it's so dated." Like, it's not well, dated. That's why it's 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 really good stuff. So, well, people are like, you know how music does circles, right? Yeah. We're in that circle now where '90s music might yeah. be, it might be a thing again. Well, that, right? was, that was the last time hip hop was great. Absolutely, it was the '90s. That's the last time hip hop, and then it went, it went to I don't know where it went. Well, they started making money, the hip hop artists, right? And then yeah, they, they, they started switching. Yeah, over. it turned into I'm pretty badass because I got a lot of money. Yeah. Where it used to be, I'm badass because I'm broke. Well, they used to know <laughs> what they're doing now in hip hop. They used to have the you know the cleavage here, the titties. Yeah, yeah. Right, you know the girls used to show their little titties. And yeah, the cleavage that was like the thing. Like, yeah. oh shit, look at the cleavage. Now it's like you're pulling your pants down and showing your ass off. That's the new cleavage is the butt cheeks. Right, right, so right. <laughs> we got to pull up our pants. Hip hop's got to pull up their pants. Yeah. Just well, you know me. that's been a thing for a while too, right? The whole sort of you know, I don't know. The, the pull up the pants thing wasn't that a Cosby thing? Didn't he say that? He got a lot of trouble for this. Did he say pull your pants down? I think he's, <laughs> no. He said I'll get that for you. <laughs> yeah. Are we on the same Cosby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I I made a joke with about Cosby, but I don't believe in that anyway. So you don't think he's a no a, a, a no. defiler? No. Yeah. No. I I can't say no or yeah. I don't know. I don't. I've never been there, but yeah, I know yeah. where they. I know what they do to people like Bill Cosby, who are you know are powerful. Yeah, they they're gonna break him down. Oh, absolutely! Make him, make like he's hate him. he's done. He's done. You know, he still has his lots of money and things like that, and that's what but people. But his cred. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, he'll well, whatever. He's got a nice place. He's doing okay. Yeah, all right. You know, yeah. But uh, well, hey, man, um, I'm gonna play a song, but when I get it. And, yeah uh, i'll start. send you the songs tonight yeah man yeah. and uh i really it's so good uh to finally see you after yes. trying to get a hold of this just trying to happen for six most months. of the time i'm not on that Facebook, yeah yeah so it's not me doing it i'm not doing my instagram and stuff most of the time like you oh know? yeah 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 so yeah. he tells what he's doing and stuff it's not like some stranger but he uh he uh sean penn's eh? he's scared eh Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's scared yeah he's doing what with the chapo interview yeah yeah, we won't get into that. Though. No That's way. <laughs> yeah, because he wouldn't. I, well, they used him, right? They used him to get to him, right? <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not wanted right now. So me no. and you are cool. Okay. You yeah. Know yeah. What I mean? I'm not going to get pinched and fired in a couple of days, and I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. it's I'm my fault. Shit. Get rid of him. <laughs> yeah, he came there, and he fucking he was, you know. <laughs> you have to tell me one thieving story first, and I've heard it before, but it's the um, five ton truck outside of Scarborough Town Center story. What they. Oh yeah, no, that was uh, the the Scarborough Town was a different one. Scarborough Town was the piano. Tell me the piano one because the piano one I've heard before. I love this story. The piano one. Wait, wait, let me set this up. Okay. This is a thieving story. 
Darren O'Brien, a.k.a. Snow, walked into Scarborough Town Center one day. Yes. Beautiful sunny day it was. It was even more beautiful after. <laughs> <laughs> so we went into Scarborough Town, uh, me, Danny, and Sean. I'll say the names. <laughs> I don't care. I'm that tough. Rah! <laughs> We went in there, and at the bottom level, at the at the at the at the entrance, they had the police, like a little, you know, like a little booth, a little mm. police booth that they set up in yeah. the uh, in the Scarborough Town Center. So we couldn't go that way. <laughs> so we were just, you know, we were in the mall looking to get some stuff, right? Boosting, you know, that was my job before, you know, I became singing. So that was my, you know, I would walk around, see what I could boost. So I looked and I said, "Oh, Danny, let's go get a guitar." Let's go mm-hmm. steal a guitar. And he's like, all right, so we come to the store, and the store is huge. It's a music store in Scarborough Town. I don't even know if it's still I don't think mm, it's still there. I don't think so. I don't think so. I can see them way in the back, a Chinese lady talking to somebody way in the back, right? So I'm looking there. So now there's this big double piano organist thing with a big red ribbon on it. And they're like at the front. You know, there's two of them, one at the you know, at the front. So I start, you know, playing a little bit and roll it out, <laughs> right? Roll out a little bit, eh? Give you a little giggle, eh? Look around, look back there. Lady's still way back like that. Look around again, pull it out a little bit more in the mall, right? Look around like that. Nobody's saying nothing. Boom, gone. <laughs> right through the mall, right through Scrabble Town. I remember going by these two guys and they're like, hey, buddy, we'll take that off you. We're like, no, thank you. <laughs> we drive back in the back of the thing. We pull out, we, we go in the back of the, uh, 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 of the, of the, of the stores like in the stores yeah they we have went, like the back hallways the tunnels yeah, yeah so now we're in the tunnel going wherever we're going in the tunnel we end up in the back of the scarborough town center we come up we know where we were on the the uh, on the on the south side uh, uh west side south side so then we come out we go up the up the um up the ramp we grab the uh double the, the organ and my brother had a riviera and we stuck it in the riviera and you know Tied it down and drove it to the person, and we were like, "Yo, we got this, this, this. We got a couple of this. We got some bed sheets, and we got a, a double piano." <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with that?" <laughs> I said, "I don't know. Give us a hundred dollars." We didn't even make no money. It was just sticking out the back, right? Oh, man, we didn't have rope. It was just sticking out the big back <laughs> like that. We stuck it right in my brother's back in Riviera. Yeah. So a week later, we go up and we go to Scarborough Town Center. Now we're in Scarborough Town Center, and we come out, and I got this statue. Now I come out. Me and my brother walk out of the store, and we walk in, and we're going past, and we pass this truck. So I look inside the truck. I said, Sean, the keys are in the truck. He says, grab it, jump in, jump in. I said, whom? And I give him the statue. He goes and brings that to the car. So now we have another guy who's in the store. He always waits for if anybody comes out after us. He, he, he knocks them out, right? Yeah. So he's a little after us. So boom, I jump in this car, right? The truck, it's a cube truck, right? <laughs> Jumping that, start it up. Boom, I pull up, I look. He's coming out the mall now. Mark, I look. Hey, brother. He looks, holy shit, what do you got? <laughs> I'm on the highway now. It's That was probably one of the happiest days of my life. <laughs> I don't know what I got. I got a truck full of, I don't even know if I have a Mexican in the back. He could probably <laughs> yeah, be still like out loading. Out. Yeah, so yeah. I'm driving this big thing. We come back, open it up, pull it in, in, into, the, uh, into the garage, open it up. All, le- all all bags, right? Yeah. We rip one bag open, all leather coats. <laughs> Boom. Rip another bag. MC Hammer pants, <laughs> you know, because that was the year, right? This is before I was snow, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was probably like 89, whatever, like 88, whatever. So I say, MC Hammer pants. So <laughs> Off to the side. Off to the side. Then we open up another one. More leathers. <laughs> right, put it here. But we had, like, the, the, it, the leathers were like a little pile. 
and the and the M- MC Hammer pants were were stacked to the roof <laughs> with the MC Hammer pants. I love that. So I'll let you know what kind of family that I was at in at this time. So I went back and I told my mom and you know my stepfather. I said, "Oh, we just bah, 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 bah. They're like, great, we did a couple high fives, you know, a couple of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We did that, and my stepfather says, all right, yeah, it's good. He said, what would you do with the van? <laughs> I said, oh, don't worry about the van. I wiped it all down, fingerprints. Ah, I took the keys and yeah. threw them in the, in, the, in, the, in the sewer. He said, where'd you throw the keys? I said, but I threw them in the sewer. He says, that's an idiot move. You don't do that. <laughs> you leave the keys in the car. So if somebody else comes along, they steal the car, they get caught for everything, and you're <laughs> off. He says, no, nah, you threw the keys down the center, center and nobody's going to take the car. That's right. Now so he... that was my lesson on that one, <laughs> you know? So that was my lesson not to do that again, and, and, and so I leave the keys in next time. You tell me a story, too, where you used to steal food. Food? Oh, that was every day. You had like a wrapped, was it a present? Well, didn't you see the Trailer Park Boys? Yeah. He took my idea. Yeah. Yeah. He even told me, Bubbles was like, hey, we use one of your ideas, eh, in your show on the, uh, yeah. on 38 episode or something. Yeah. But I already heard that he used it. But then he told me, I was like, no, really? We, we, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> but I knew he used it. He didn't even thank me or nothing. Bubbles. Ah, right. Yeah. Because yeah, you're in a video with him, right? Yeah. He didn't even, that's when I told him the stories after right. my video. I was telling him all these stories, like, you know. And yeah, he used to steal the meat from Loblaws. <laughs> You know, put in the present. So yeah, the, the 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 meat one was just a box with a slit. So I just stick the meat boom, down the sl- okay, yeah, the slit. Okay, yeah, and it would fall. But when I pull it over, all the blood would start dripping. <laughs> it was my last and only time, eh? I'm I'm wiping the blood. Danny's walking with the thing. I'm like, holy shit! I said, we're not doing this no more. <laughs> trying to steal food. Yeah, we're trying to steal the meat. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I'm glad you can. Uh... Yeah, I mean, laugh about it because oh, you see, but that's where I I used to boost all the time. Yeah. But then again. Put me in a room, your house, mm-hmm. leave me alone at your house, and you have $1,000, your wife's jewelry there, yeah, yeah. your diamond ring is over there behind that book that I don't even think you even know about. It's not but going I saw anywhere. It. Yeah. It's not going nowhere. It's not going nowhere. Yeah, definitely. So that's the respect, and, and you know, so that's, what, that's how I grew up. I grew up, you know, I, I don't regret anything. Sounds like it was more fun than it was. Oh, it was awful. You yeah. you know, you 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 you're going boosting from the big stores. You know what I mean? You're not stealing, you're not breaking into people's houses and stealing the wedding yeah. bands like There idiot. was one story too when I was recording we were like we need to go get some computers and you you're like I know a guy. I always know a guy. You know a guy. I know a <laughs> I guy. I broke into the library, public library at Fairview Mall where I did my first Kiss concert. Yeah. Well, my second Kiss concert when I was 11. And uh yeah, stole all the computers. But I I was so dumb especially literate pewter illiterate i broke in and i stole all the what do you call it i stole all the monitors oh you didn't have <laughs> i the had TVs. Three shopping carts from loblaws which across the street full of monitors yeah yeah. <laughs> i come to my brother i'm like you're rich he's like okay yeah 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 okay where's the hard drive <laughs> where's the- i go what he go where's the main piece the part that makes that part work <laughs> <laughs> nothing i got the keyboard and the monitor yeah. that's all i got He's like, throw it all in the garbage. Throw yeah, it yeah. all in the garbage. Yeah. It's garbage. There's <laughs> one time you called me and you're like, I heard you're looking for a furnace. You remember this story? No. You called me up and said, because I was telling you where we lived, I needed a furnace. Our furnace was getting old. And you called me like out of the blue and said, do you need a furnace? I'm like, 
I keep maybe <laughs> like I'll come and drop it off. Eight hundred bucks. Yeah, you'll drop it off at my front door. Like the you furnace. Took it. I was gonna take it, but I didn't know what size it was because I knew yeah. it had a certain. I'm like, I think I passed. Oh, obviously, I passed on it. Yeah, but yeah. I thought well, that's, you that's have. it would have been a good one. It would have been a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not into furnaces. I don't shine shoes anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't choose no more. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I, I really, like I said, I, I appreciate you doing this. I, I, I had a good time, me. man. And um, let's do it again when the album when, when the album comes out. For sure, we'll do it again because yeah, and we'll have up. some videos and we'll have more stuff to uh, give to you and stuff. Amazing, man. Well, I didn't get the song because uh, I had a bit of a time crunch to get the new song. Maybe I'll put it on a different show when I get it. You know, I was really happy to get Snow, but he was a tough guy to get hold of because he was in Jamaica for like eight months. I wanted him on the show like last year. And I, I tried for a year to get him on the show and I finally got him on the show. It took a year. Thanks, Darren. Everybody don't forget about fetchclass.com. Don't forget about banggood.com, insightrecorders.com, musiciansfriend.com, amazon.com. And the Banggood, Musician's Friend, Amazon are all banners on the website on the homepage at apolog.ca. Click on those banners, book all those book banners, book banners, bookmark those banners, and uh, support the show. Everybody, don't forget to go to the Apolog shop. It's a shop button on the apolog.ca, or you can type in apolog.ca slash shop. Support the show. Go to patreon.com slash apolog to pledge to the show monthly. This is kind of it's kind of cool, right? It helps the show out. helps me drive around. Like today, I'm going down to interview my friend Kevin Hilliard. He'll be on the show in like a month. But I got to drive down there. I got I to gotta set all my stuff up. And I got to drive down there. Because people would never come to Uxbridge to record. Because Uxbridge is too far away. If, it was, if people came here, I would have, what, two episodes? One, actually. The only people that came up here were the guitar guys. They were the only people that came up to support the show. To do an interview. Facebook.com to like the show. So go to Facebook.com slash Pod. Go to Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at SimonHead666. Don't forget to uh, subscribe, rate, and review in iTunes. Helps the show. And whatever you Android-y people do, you can go to Podbay. And also, I keep forgetting, but I have Stitcher Radio thing too. Stitcher Radio is kind of a cool place to go and listen to anything. Actually, it's probably way more highbrow than iTunes because it's more specialized in podcasts. That's it, man. Next week, I have Darren from The Salads. He's going to be awesome. It was a good one. From what I remember, because it usually takes me about a week to get all this turned around, edited, and put up. And it's a process, man. Like, I know why some people have, like, a team to work with, because it becomes very meticulous, especially especially when life gets in the way, because I'm very busy at work right now, and I've just gotten to the forays of purchasing a 3d printer and i've been printing up stuff um that might be a sponsor 3dprint.com simon stuff print up a, i don't know everybody thanks so much for listening to the show i'll see you next week i'll be here bye bye